Welcome to the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. I'm Brooke Ritchie Babbage. I've been in the social impact game for 25 years as a social justice lawyer turned two-time nonprofit founder and leader turned growth strategist and coach for leaders around the country. I grew my nonprofit from me and an intern in a tiny closet to a high-impact seven-figure organization. And along the way, I learned so, so much about how to build an organization that has real impact and how to do it without burning out. In this podcast, I share the nuts and bolts of all of it, so you can do that too. We dive into the mindset, strategies, and tactics of how to scale a high-impact organization and how to do it in a way that's truly sustainable. This week, we have another quick strategy episode. I mentioned last week that I would be walking through a powerful strategic framework that organizations use to anchor and align their growth. So that's what I want to do with this episode. I want to walk you through the basics of that framework just to get your juices flowing. So I want to start by naming the two basic ways to think about and approach moving your organization from your current point A to whatever point B you've identified as the next best step. And to do this in a way that is both aimed at real impact and sustainable. You have this institution that you're building, or you're trying to build, you're growing it, and you want it to do something. You want to change the status quo in the world in some way. So the first way to move in the direction of impact is what I call referential and iterative. You look at what you've done in the past and you ask, what's the logical next step? What would naturally come next that builds on what we've done? You refer back and you iterate from there. Now, the benefits of this way of moving forward are that you really interrogate and learn from where you've been because you're using that insight to make decisions about moving forward, how to change your programs, who to hire, where to do outreach. Also, it can feel really organic and logical. Each decision that you make is informed by something you've done and leads naturally and organically to the next decision. But there are two important challenges with this way of getting to impact. First, you have much less ability to be strategic. Right, to look out and around instead of back and to weigh pros and cons. You have much less ability to control what your ultimate impact looks like because you don't actually know where you're going to be more than a few steps ahead. You can't talk about where you're going and why because you're referring back and you're iterating in these sort of incremental steps. It can also be hard to know if the next step you're taking is the right one or if the next 10 steps will actually take you to that impact you want to get to. Because it's referential, it's hard to know beyond this next step that you're taking or maybe the next one. The other way to move in the direction of impact is what I call intentional design. You design your organization with intentionality. You look out ahead, you define the impact you want to have, and then you design the institution you need to get you there. This approach is deeply strategic. You have a North Star, and your job as the executive director is to figure out how to get to that North Star. You definitely still refer back, ask your team, you listen to your community, you pay attention to what's worked, you pay attention to research. Your questions are both what has worked that we should build on and what else do we need to know? What else do we need to do to get to our North Star that we may not have thought about, that we may not have tried? And most importantly, it encourages you to get comfortable letting go, 
letting go of things that do not work. Because when you look back, when you refer back, you're interrogating both what has worked and what is slowing us down. What is no longer moving us in the direction of the North Star we've identified? So there's seven questions that you want to ask yourself, and these are foundational questions that you should have answers to as an organization to help you design the organization that will get you to your North Star. And I'm just going to walk through those seven questions. The first question is, what is the problem we're trying to solve? Right? Every organization starts with this. A mission is in response to, a mission statement and a mission are in response to some problem. The question here is not actually, what's your mission? It's the response that you'd give in one or two sentences if a 10-year-old asks you, what's broken in the world that you're trying to fix? Now, once you've defined your problem, as most organizations that exist already have, you want to ask, what's the specific insight you have, your organization has, that helps you know which part of the problem to focus on? Where are the leverage points that you are going to put pressure on in the systems that you are in to have real impact. This is where the clarity of your strategic vision comes from. If you think of the world as filled with wicked problems, these complex, messy problems that implicate education and housing and healthcare and the criminal justice system, they're like a thousand strands of yarn, each representing one problem in and of itself. And they're all tangled together. Right? That's a wicked problem. And our world is filled with them. And most organizations at their core are aimed at pulling one of those strands of yarn out from the wicked problem and focusing on that strand. Right? We are not going to solve as one organization the messy problems with a single mission, with a single solution. So we have to be clear organizationally about which strand of yarn we are going to focus on, which part of the problem we are going to aim everything we have at. So what's the problem? What's the messy problem that we care about? And that has a lot to do with how you evoke the affinity and the passion of the community that you're building. There is a problem that you all see that you care about. And then you notch down and you say, okay, which strand of that are we going to run hard at? Right. And that's where the clarity, as I said, of your strategic vision comes from. This is the specific impact, the specific change we want to create in the world. The third question notches down even further. Okay. We know the problem. We know our part of the, the messy, wicked problem. We assume that we're not going to solve the entire big problem. What actually will count as meaningful change to the status quo for the sliver of the problem we're focused on? What does success look like for us concretely? What does it look like? What will we see? What are indicators that we have moved the needle? How will people look different? How will they behave different? How will the world look different? And we have to define this in order to help us determine the best strategies to get there. Many organizations get stuck here. When we think about our strategic plans, for example, we start with what we want to do. Then we can find ourselves in a position where we have to articulate to the people we're trying to raise money from or get to join our board or join our community of supporters, we have to figure out how to articulate to them what the different activities and approaches are adding up to, why we've chosen those, why that combination of things, why in that order, why that many, et cetera. We have a menu of things that we do, and it doesn't necessarily feel like they are adding up to a cohesive thing. What we want to do 
to move forward in a way that feels intentional is to start from an understanding of what moving the needle actually looks like. What will we see, right? We write it down, we describe it, we paint a picture. And then we say, okay, based on that, what will we do, right? But that clarity about what does moving the needle look like, that clarity is where your marketing and your fundraising and your hiring and having the quote unquote right people on your board, it all starts with that clarity about what moving the needle, what success looks like. It lays the foundation for the next question, which is about how, right? So the first set of questions is getting really, really clear about the North Star. Now we start shifting into how do we move that needle? Once you know what your North Star impact is, then you can describe the specific approaches you think are best to bring about the change you're trying to bring about. This is what we call a theory of change. What is our theory about the best way to bring about the change we want to see in the world? How are we going to move the needle? If the question about your unique insight is the core of your strategic vision, where you're going, then this theory of change is the anchor for all of your strategic choices. There are dozens, if not hundreds, there are hundreds of ways to solve any particular problem in our world. But your organization has to commit to a very small sliver of strategies or approaches, and you have to have a reason for why you've committed to that small sliver of strategies or approaches. And that reason has to make enough sense to guide your decisions about the activities and the programs you're going to run, your hiring, your funding strategy, all of the things. So something I want to note here, your theory of change isn't about your activities or your programs. Your theory of change at this stage, in order to be super intentional, it's actually about general approaches to change. So think leadership development, advocacy, community building youth development, narrative change. These are approaches. They are ways of creating change. Now, after you've identified the how, the general approaches, you ask yourself, how will we operationalize our theory of change? This is the activities. This is the much more concrete articulation of what you will do within these approach buckets. So for example, if you've identified advocacy as one of your core approaches to moving the needle, the different activities would be things like litigation, legislative advocacy, grassroots advocacy. Each of those is really different, right? Different skills required, different infrastructure, different expertise. They're all within a bucket of advocacy as an approach, but they are different activities. It's really important, actually, to break these two things apart because it actually helps to make sure that your activities always fit within the container of a well thought out and intentional set of beliefs or theory about how to bring about the change in the world. It also gives your organization room to adjust, pivot, listen, and refine activities as you learn and grow. And this is a really important one. Your approaches aren't really going to change, right? Your theory about how to bring about change should be more fixed, but the activities and the programs most likely will change over time. And so disaggregating these two gives you, gives you more sort of flexibility and freedom as you grow. Finally, the last question you want to ask yourself in this framework is, what infrastructure do we need to fulfill our strategy? Right? What internal and external capacity do we need? What does our budget need to look like to run our activities at a scale that will move the needle as we've defined it? What does our staffing need to look like? 
right? This is forward looking. This is where are we going? Not what does our staffing look like now, but this is another sort of notching down or a way of operationalizing your North Star. In order to be at that vision of impact, what networks do we need to build access to? What systems need to be in place? Now, this may seem like a lot of questions, but chances are they've already been answered somewhere in your organization, in your last strategic plan, in your grant proposals, in conversations you have with your board. What this framework does, what these questions do, is help you organize that information to make sure that it's internally logical and that it all tells the same story about the change you're trying to bring about. So that's it for this week. I am going to include a sort of cheat sheet going through these seven impact framework questions, the intentional design framework, in this week's issue of Leadership Forward 321, which is my weekly newsletter. So if you're already subscribed, great, you'll get it in your inbox. And if you're not, and you'd like this cheat sheet emailed to you, you can text the word impact to 66866, and that'll sign you up for Leadership Forward 321. I will see you back here next week for more Mastermind. Thanks so much for joining me this week. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review. I read every single one and they really do matter. I also share extra tidbits and resources building on what we talk about here in my newsletter, Leadership Forward 321. You can sign up by texting the word impact to 66866. And finally, definitely check out the links and resources that I mentioned in this episode at brookrichiebabbage.com backslash podcast. See you next week.